Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Time now to bring you Fiddy's visit to the mound. Come on! We'll take you on right here, right now! Come on! Hurry up, Batter. It's gonna be a short game and I gotta get home for lunch. If my dog was as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. Is that your sister out there in left field? Naked? She's naked? You think she'd go out with me? Every time now I hear about the little kid talking about shaving the butt or whatever, I'm going to think about the Gen Z giant, Drew Romich, after we had a heart-to-heart about manscaping in the fishbowl before the show. That did happen. Yeah, that's an actual thing. uh, You're right about that. Thank you for that eternal visual. Walker, (laughs) we are, we're officially a week away from the MLB trade deadline. And so with the season being very, very long, you got to kind of, points where you look at, okay, where the season's at with standings and stuff like that. I feel like a week away is a good chance to look at the leaders around the divisions in Major League Baseball. The Baltimore Orioles, the best team in the American League with the second lowest payroll in baseball. They lead the AL East. They're 62 and 38. The Minnesota Twins, they lead the AL Central. They're 54 and 48. And the Texas Rangers lost last night in an important three-game set with the Astros. They lead the AL West. They're 59 and 42. Switch over to the National League. The Braves, the best team in baseball. They're 64 and 34. 11 and a half game lead over the second place Marlins. In the NL Central, the Brewers are 56 and 45. And in the NL West, as you could imagine, the Dodgers find themselves in first place. They're 57 and 42. Just really quick, do any of these division leaders surprise you in any form or fashion? Any of the division leaders, I was looking at some of the guys that could be on the move, by the way. That seems exciting to try to figure out what players might be on the move. The the, the team that would be the most um, surprising to me, the Texas Rangers are leading their division, correct? Yeah. Because they've been so good. To me, I think the Texas Rangers would be the team that I would roll with just as far as at the beginning of the season, who I would be surprised that would lead. Are the Texas Rangers as surprising to you as they are to me? No, I mean, I think because of the fact they've led the division pretty much since early April might well, be surprising. Well, I guess I'm just talking about coming into the season. No, because, I mean, they've got a payroll that, you know, I mean, they've spent, I think, over a billion dollars the last two uh, free agency periods signing guys like DeGrom, Seager, and, and the like. Yeah, I guess so. It's, and, and Bruce Bochy, as you can remember during your time when Baseball Walker was an actual thing, is one of the best managers to ever manage baseball. I guess I just gave the benefit of the doubt to Houston in order to win that division because the Astros have been so good, even if they have lost some talent over the last couple of years. All right, so those are your division leaders. Your wild card teams, they include the Rays, the Astros, and the Blue Jays in the American League. And in the National League, you got Hoggards, Reds, the Marlins, and the Giants and the Diamondbacks. They all are 54 and 47, so there's a three-way tie for the last two wildcard spots in the National League. You're talking about the trade deadline. It's officially a week away. When you look at the wildcard teams, which one do you think are in the best position to be buyers at the trade deadline? 
The wild card teams to me that I think are, I'm going to try to stall here and figure out exactly what teams I think should be buyers. If you're just outside of the race, then I think right now you'd be looking at some teams like, I don't know, if you're looking at, I'm um, trying to pull up this list real quickly. Biddy, what list do you think you're going to have to help me here? I'm trying to pull up some of the teams. So, I mean, I, I think you know, going off the top of my head, I think with the, with the way Tampa Bay started, you've got to be buyers because you were 14-0. and 0, You raced out to a big division lead. And now it's 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 gone away to a team like as I just mentioned in Baltimore, the second lowest uh, payroll in, in, in all of baseball. You flip over to the National League, I think the Reds are going to be a factor because I think we've seen with them being good, that ballpark is filled virtually every night. They've got a young core. Maybe they could get hot at the right time and make a run like the Padres or the Phillies made last year. But I think the Marlins. Like you're talking about a team that made the playoffs back during the COVID-shortened season. It was the third only postseason appearance ever in franchise history. The other two, they went on to win the World Series. You're now in a position to actually go to the postseason in a, in, in a normal year and build some real momentum. You were once 14 games above 500. It would be a real waste of a year if they, if they missed the postseason altogether. That's the team to look at and say, you've got to go all in and, and, and try to get this club into the postseason because they've proven in three-game series with, with certain teams, they can't compete with some of the better teams in the National League. CJ wrote in on the text line, the Rangers payroll is huge. Orioles second cheapest payroll in all of baseball. Baltimore is the answer. AC did say Texas and Baltimore love seeing different teams in the mix like the Reds as well. Twitter Chris wrote a question in. This one's going to be for you more so baseball. Fitty, does Otani get moved at the, at the deadline? If so, where do you think he does get moved? Well, as virtually every one of my visits to the mounds, they, they, we get to Otani at some point. We now get to him. The latest rumors for Otani, the Orioles, because they have four prospects in the top 45 in their farm system, the Rays, and the Blue Jays are among the teams with the with a very good chance to trade for them. You know the Dodgers, the Giants are going to be in on them, the Yankees and the Mets are probably going to wait for free agency. The problem is, is they're they're just outside the playoff spot. I think the pro, I think the issue is, is do you run the risk of trying to go for the postseason you don't make it and he walks in free agency or do you trade him away and say you know what we're quitting on the year Mike Trout's still not going to be back for another month to six weeks we're going to go ahead and get what we can get for this guy I think that's the issue ultimately I think he gets moved because if, if you lose him in free agency you know what you get in the draft you get a second round pick you can't lose this type of generational talent and the only thing you get in return is a second-round pick. He has to be traded. My question is, if you are the Angels, and here you are actually having a shot to get to the postseason, and then you trade what is the best player in baseball, despite being two games above 500 and having somewhat of a shot to get to the postseason, how angry would you be at the Angels for just not ponying up and deciding to bring him in, even with that risk of him possibly leaving in free agency? I, I think because if you're trading him away, you know you're getting a pretty good haul from him. I, I, I think you can live with the fact that you're basically quitting on the year. Look at what he's doing. And you're two games above 500. Mike Trout can't stay healthy. Anthony Rendon can't stay healthy and stuff like that. So um, I, 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 I would be very understanding because he's not your future. He's not going to be an angel even if you don't trade him. 
Yeah, so. if, if they're six and four right now, and let's say here we are a week out, they have uh, a series coming up with the Detroit Tigers right now on the road. If they're six and four in their last ten games, if they start to rattle off a couple of wins, is that going to make it harder? Or are you just looking so far into the distant future that it doesn't matter what you do in the next week or so? I mean, I would say if you sweep the Tigers and then you take your next series, maybe you keep them. But like, like let's say you drop two to three to Detroit, no, you got to you get you you, you yeah. got to conceive. So yeah. I am interested to see how the next week will change them, uh, change their direction on what they do at the trade deadline. That'll do it for Visit to the Mound. 